You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts, my guy. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On today's episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, Millennials love speakeasy setups way too much. We need a more adult version of Dave and Buster's. JoJo Rabbit movie review. Seth Meyers Netflix stand-up review. Popeye's Chicken Sandwich Part 2. T.I.'s out here wilding and invading his daughter's privacy. Doja Cat album review and much more. Popeye got y'all brainwashed. It's like, man, people just trying to eat a sandwich, dude. It ain't gotta be that deep. You know what I mean? People wild out every day over stupid shit. This is no different than them wilding out over stupid shit anywhere. This ain't no different than all the stories we get out of Florida every goddamn day of people wilding out. Produced by Create. Up, up the smoke. Dominate choke. Ice, ice, Fuck my bro. I'm in the white. Let me get in the poke. 100 racks. They gon' take your soul. 100 racks. Glock with a 3 and a O. Glock. Bought a yacht. Put the kids on a boat. Put a brick in the figure of the foe. Got a stick. It's a sick. It'll blow. Mix up a foe. My bitch Margiela on the toe. Margiela, Margiela, Margiela. Dig up a soul. Look what I did in the bowl. Boom. Wipe that boy nose. I go get me a bag out the glow. I do not troll, troll I got pointed these diamonds of bowl. I'm smooth on my feet, smooth. my bitch is the baddest can be Stack it and pray go to sleep, I'm at the top of the peak We put baggers on top of our teeth, we put fire in the front of his You are now listening to Volume 104 of the Bucket Up Podcast Here with your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Buttersauce, aka Ty Lante AKA your mom called me over to, you know, spend some quality time. And I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB was good. I am happy to be here. It is me, the kid JB. Could have been right last week. AKA Mr. Told You So. Not because I'm always right, but when I'm right, I tend to tell you that I told you so. Uh, I'm jealous of some other states. I see it's getting colder. I'm seeing some snowfall. You're jealous of that? What the heck? Just envy. You know, huh? I guess not. Slight. You know, I guess a distance. I ain't envious. fucking jealous at all, bro. I'm laughing at him. It's like 80 degrees here in November. <laughs> They're like, oh, snow, bro. Motherfucker slipping already. But it's, I don't know. It's it's a, It makes me feel torn because like today... Got an oil change and uh, I had to walk, do something else as I drive my car off. And I walked and it was like 87 degrees and I was sweating and it was middle of November. So mm. really don't know how I feel. Uh, we're in this part of town where, or part of time where we get heater in the morning and, you know, air conditioner in the afternoon. Uh, for the buckets that are new to us, yeah, we live in Arizona, which, you know, it's kind of like living in a cartoon. But... I will say, uh, it's like, I know you don't mess with coffee that much, but you drink hot coffee in the morning and cold coffee in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it, you wake up and it's uh, it's cold as shit, and then as the you know day goes on, then it warms up for no damn reason. Yeah, and then, which, you know, I salute him for doing that, but I'm really not a fan. My cousin is all about, like, not wasting and stuff like that, and he was saying how, like, oh, you know, at work, 
if your coffee gets cold from the morning warm cup, you know, don't fret. Just throw an ice cube in there and continue the party. I'm be real. Your cousin's a goddamn serial killer. That's a that's yeah. the grossest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't snitch. But uh, yeah. So how's your weekend, man? For me, uh, you know, I'm well rested. You know, relaxed a little bit. Um, definitely stayed in because last week's antics were a little much for me, and uh, was excited to just you know feast. And do some regretful things that are not that serious. But, uh, yeah, man, what was <laughs> uh, your weekend like? That that side was heavy, bro. I know what that, you know, that's like all my sports team lost side. That's what that was? Is that what that was? Listen, so when it comes to sports and, like, people that know me, they know that sports, you know, I'm, I'm obnoxious about it and stuff like that. But I'm also very passionate because it's like a familial tie for me. Ties it back to my childhood, you know, my family. Mm. Uh you know, just better times. And it's frustrating when the team loses because you invest a lot of, you know, social, or sorry, a lot of, like, emotional effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, it's frustrating. So the teams, you know, both team, both football teams lost, basketball team lost, and just, you know, not doing so well. But shouts to the New York Knicks. They did beat the uh, Mavericks. I saw that. Mavericks are pretty good. That's a good win. And Christoph Porzingis played. Yep. What's funny is shouts to my boy Patty. Uh, I hit him up and I was like, "Yo, bro, bro, did you see the Knicks one last night?" He's like, "I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't see that." <laughs> That's <laughs> <Very> funny. funny. <clears throat> but yeah, man, nah, I'll survive, man. Sports is whatever. Um, we'll be all right. Yeah, I yeah, feel that. I feel that. What was your weekend like, man? I know. See, you're smart. You're dead on the inside when it comes to sports. Yeah, dude. So it's like if if any of the team, only team that I actually still care about is the Suns, and they've been doing well. They did lose on Thursday to the Heat, so I'm like, but I'm still like, at this point, I'm playing with house money because I'm like, all I wanted was them to be good and competitive, and they have been. And so, like, I'm just happy with that. I, I'm going to the Laker game on Tuesday. Shout out to that. I'm sure the Lakers will smack us because they've that's been playing cool, well. Good, huh? Good for you. I said, that's cool. Shouts. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, you know, I like to keep on the wraps. I, you know, I, I tell people I'm a Ravens fan, and and you know, Lamar's been balling. I'm I'm probably more of a Lamar fan than anything, but you know, I'm I'm having fun with that. So it's whatever. What, what if LeBron James does load management when you go to? A I team? mean, I'll be like, whatever. I, you know, somebody's forcing me to go to this game anyway. So why are they forcing? <laughs> How are they forcing you? Because I, I, they were like, yo, like yo, let's go to the Laker game. It's the homie Espo, and I'm like, uh, that shit expensive. He was like, nah, I got it. And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> want you to spend the money. Like, I, I don't. And he was like, all right, they already bought. So, and I'm like, oh, all right. So. So he didn't listen. You no, know, he didn't. And I'm like, well, mm. shit. All right. I'm not going to not go now because it's free. I'm not going to be like, you spent the money and then not go. Like, that's that's even more messed up, you know? What if, what if he's like, yo, where's something, like, revealing? <laughs> like, yo, make sure you wear something tight, bro. Yeah, like, uh, I, I come outside. You're like, you wearing that? Like, all right, you didn't. Well, we got time. You didn't want to change. I was like, <laughs> like ah, shit. Yeah, I thought you know, I thought the Suns had and the t-shirt be cool, but you know, I could throw on a, you know, something else, something a little tight. You know, don't throw on some joggers. I don't. Know. <laughs> He's like, uh, you guys are getting concessions, and the guys like, you guys want cokes, and as far as like, yeah, one one coke, two straws. 
<laughs> That'd be funny. Um, but yeah, nah. So my weekend was cool. Um, I, you know, I did go to the movies. I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, other than that, on Saturday, went out to Desert Ridge to to go get some sushi with some work homies. Um, I ain't never, I had never been to uh, what's it called? No, is it Nori? Nori in uh, Desert Ridge. Noriega. Not not Noriega. He's I like, what, what, what? You want some sushi? What, what? Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what? <laughs> uh, shout out to Noriega. I know I saw <laughs> super unrelated, but I saw him give his review of Jesus is King. And, uh, you know, if you want to hear our thoughts on it, you can go back and listen to, you know, if you hadn't already, our our uh, podcast 102 with Arian Foster. Um but he he uh, listened to the Jesus is King album and he said, "quote That nigga Jesus is mad at Kanye," <laughs> <laughs> and that would be his review of that album. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I kind of get that." Um, but back to the yeah, the the sushi joint is called Nori, but it's N O R I, and uh, it was pretty good, bro. Fire happy hour. They got happy hour every day. I respect people who do that. You know, restaurants that just do that bullshit like. Monday through Thursday, joint. Like, nah, happy hour every day, Saturdays and Fridays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, and it's late too. It don't end at six, it ends at seven. You know, have some fire rolls on there. Uh, the rolls that I didn't get off the happy hour, you know, because the homie wanted to share it. Uh, the homie Paige, who she's been swearing about this sushi spot for like two years that I've known her. I mean, I'm like, all right, man, it's sushi. Like, I still fuck with sushi, but, you know, man, it's whatever. And then I went, I was like, okay, this place is pretty good. And then afterwards, we went to this other spot that I don't even know the name. But you you know how, like, all, all these, like, speakeasies are coming up? You know? I haven't noticed that, but sure. It's like the, it's, it's this, like, millennial thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm not, obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not a boomer out here. I'm not bashing millennials. But we do, like, <laughs> Okay, these, boomer. Yeah, okay, boomer. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, you know, but we do, like, the, like, we're like, oh, do be, like, hipster shit. And it's like, oh, this is a bar, but the bar is, like, in the back of this pizza shop. You got to go through a refrigerator. And I'm like, all right, I get that, like, that's a thing that used to be and it's kind of cool. But, like, that's not, everything else better be popping. It better not just be that, you know, I can go through a damn fridge and now I'm in a bar. Like, that that can't be the whole thing. And which, <laughs> and, and, like, you know, the, I went out, like, a couple weeks ago and there was a place where it literally was... A fridge that we went through through a pizza shop, and that place was fire. I'm not gonna front; it was a good ass spot. And then this time, I still rolled my eyes when they were like, "Yeah, there's like an entrance, uh, entrance with like a bookcase and some shit, and then it's like a little speakeasy, and you can get drinks and shit." And I'm like, "All right, man, that that sounds like one of them things where, you know, it sounds cool, but it's like is that really the whole thing." Right. And like, have you ever been to Valley Bar? I have, yeah. Yeah, anybody, anybody ever like? I'm, the first time I went there, somebody was like, "Oh, you got to go to the library, dude. It's so cool." And I'm like, "Okay." And then I went, and it literally just motherfucker just sitting in a in a hot ass room with books in it. And I'm like, "Okay, this is cool, I guess." Like, yeah, I'm not. I don't know, man. Family Guy has a skit about that where they're kind of making fun of people that like hype up something that's like a dive bar. Or something. Yeah. 
And they're like, oh, do you love dive bars? Yeah, me too. They just have to always repeat that. You know? Right? <laughs> and it's just, you like, bro, it's just a bar, man. Like, I, I it's want... It's like, yeah. The, the thing, and so, you know, and I don't want to bash on that. And nobody knows, if you're, not, if you're from out of Phoenix, you don't even know what Valley Bar is. But it's this fucking bar in a basement that everybody fucking likes. Every, all of my hipster white friends love this shit. And it's like, bro, it's a fucking fire hazard. One, motherfuckers in the basement. Fire break out. We all fucked. <laughs> Second, it ain't even, yeah. it's like hot and fucking uh like moist down there because it's a fucking basement and so i'm just down there sweating ass smelling mildew they got weird decor because they're all hipsters and i'm like the music don't be slapping like that and i'm like there's so many other hipster spots in the city where at least the music be slapping like crescent ballroom definitely got a hipster tinge but they be they be having some fire ass music nights and that one place with the fridge was cool. So, circling back to my weekend, the place they went to, I was thrown off a little bit by the bookcase thing. But when I got there, they had, you know, it was like another section of it. And that shit was pretty cool. Uh, they had like a whole bunch of drink selections, which usually throws me off because I get menu anxiety when there's too many things on the menu and I can't fucking decide. That's like, that's like the only time I get anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, usually I'm thrown off by that. But again, it was cool. They had like these tables. They had, I hate every place got cornhole, which I hate. But they had like actual games there. So we ended up playing a game called That's What She Said with a bunch of people. And, you know, it was cool. Yeah, time out. Um, For the record, cornhole does suck. Yeah. But continue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I feel like I'm like, we need to put other games at these bars. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm so tired of the cornhole and I'm tired of Jenga. There's got to be some other games like the check four is cool. I've seen that one. That's the one that I I'll let slide. Pinball um, machines would be dope. Say what? Pinball machines. Yeah, the the place we went through with the fridge and it got pad pinball machines. They had a bunch of arcade like game type shit and that's cool. Just air hockey would be air sick. hockey fire. Where's bubble the beer hockey? pong, bro? Remember bubble hockey? Bubble hockey, yep. Where the, where's the uh, beer pong, man? Why, why, pong, why Water pong? You know yeah, why don't they have a spot? They don't have any way for these bars to do water pong. That's kind of trash, you know? Uh, Let's see. What about... um? There should be flip cup stations. You know what I mean? Legos? Nah. Legos. <laughs> Just Legos. a bunch of adults. <laughs> Just go, you go get drunk, you start building fucking the Lego cars and shit. You got this. You got like the Star Wars box, right? But, but yeah, nah. They had cars and shit. Like that's cool. But you know, I'm just like, we gotta, we gotta start with the cornholes. Like, bro, where the where the horseshoes? I get that. That's more of a hazard. Let's do some bocce out there, bro. You know? You ever play? Not, you ever play ladder ball? That one's fire. That you can throw nah, that at a bar. I haven't played ladder ball. Huh? It's like uh, it's like this little thing. It's like you know, it, it has three levels. Of poles going up, and you got uh, it's a ball. It's like it's a string. And a rope. With two, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, with two golf balls on it on the, on each end, and you toss it and you try to make it on. Ladder ball is way more fire than cornhole, man. That's true. That's true. I like. I'll even mess with uh, shuffleboard. Yeah, dude. Because it's kind of like curling, you know. Yeah, dude. Like, that. there's so many <laughs> other things that we could have. Like, we we need like. Not Dave and Buster's, because obviously we have a Dave and Buster's. But, like, we need, like, an adult version 
of that. But it's just a place you go to, and they got all the games, all the adult games. You know what I mean? You could maybe rent it out, or you can just go and have fun with the homies. That's a that's an idea that I probably shouldn't be broadcasting on the pod because then somebody's gonna steal it, and I'm gonna be mad. There should be a global guts like the throwback to the '90s. That'd be fire like, too. And you like can adult the version of that, but you get drunk. This is, I'm about it. Legends of the Hidden Temple, drunk. Roll your whole team through it. That actually is fire as fuck. You're doing Global Guts and Moe's getting frustrated. They're like, yo, put the beer down. You have to climb the aggro crack. <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to climb it with the beer. Like, nah, I'm not. You, and that should be a part of it. You spill your drink, you out. You're eliminated, you, bro. In, instead of doing, like, you know, the different countries that they did, they should just do, like, stoners versus, like, alcoholics. Yeah, dude. Or, like, stoners versus drunks. That's what we did one time on Laser Tag. And uh, See, we ended smart. up just we ended up just hanging out in the middle like red team and green team. Right? Dude, I'm 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 really in on this. They need to do like an adult fun zone, you know? Like I get kids are cool, but just adult fun zone where like you do all these games and they got adult like themes on it and you can just get drunk. They serve you alcohol. Like I get like there might be an injury risk, but obviously you gotta cut people off at certain parts. Like ball pits and shit. Yeah, like- yeah, yeah. Uh, they gotta clean them though. They, they yeah, man, I don't know about ball pits. I, yeah, that shit ain't sanitary. Yeah. Um, Motherfuckers be throwing up in them probably. Uh, I don't but know, yeah. dude. Um, yeah, th- th- you're right though. I would go out more if there was like things to do. The whole idea of just drinking and standing still, like this sounds mad snobby. I don't have faith in people's conversation skills. That to just yeah, I'm with you, bro. And sometimes they're not even because like even before we got to the bar and like we were playing a game and shit. And obviously the game just lubricates everything, you know what I mean? Because you, you throw in conversation, but you're at least doing something, you know what right. I mean? So like you know, there's not like this pressure to keep the conversation going between ten people, you know what I'm saying? Like when we were at dinner, there was like definitely cool parts of the convo. We were f- laughing a lot, but then there was definitely spots where like there was like dead silence, you know what I mean? And it's like you know, it's just it's just bound to happen. But when you That's got something worst, to do. Yeah. It makes it way more fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, the thing is, like, dead silence is also based on the people you're with. Like, when it comes to, like, you know, obviously me and you, we're able to talk endlessly. But, like, when I got homies that are able to strike up stories and conversations based on just topics. So, if it goes silent, I could just throw, like, right. yo, so did you see a movie lately? And right. And we on and running again, yeah? Right. But, That's how I always, I always try to feel when it gets awkward. Like, I'm like, all right, I guess I got to fill some space right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it just depends on how people... Because sometimes, like, you know, I could talk with, you know, certain people in the group, you know, for a while. But when it's everybody, it's like keeping everybody in there without breaking it into, like, three different conversations is sometimes the, the, the tough task of that. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that was... My weekend was cool, man. That was fun. Uh, it sucked, though. Katie was sick, so she couldn't... She didn't make the festivities. She's sick right now, actually. She's in the other room. Got some soup, dog. Yeah, yeah. Some her stomach hurt. I'm like, that's working with them damn kids. But it's kind of yeah. Those are the fucking snot machines, bro. Word. Um, that's cool, man. Well, any movies, dude? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I definitely I hit up the movies. Uh, I, it's wild that you don't know the movie that I saw. I saw Jojo Rabbit, and. The oh wait, I do know, and actually, I'm not, a, I'm not too thrilled with that movie. But keep going. So yeah, I know on the outside it looked like it's uh, wild because it's pretty much about a, it's about a kid 
and his imaginary friend is Hitler. But and like I know like on the outside of that it's like what the fuck? I feel like you you watch like the the preview of it, you're like what the fuck is that? But because I knew who the director was, it's Taika Waititi. He's the dude who uh he directed the Thor movie, um Thor 3. And I had read about the movie like leading up to it that you know, it, obviously it had like a satirical it was supposed to have like a satirical like look at it, which is still iffy when you think about it. But I will say that the movie is actually very good. Uh, I probably give it like a four and a half out of five buckets, maybe a little bit more. It's a little sad, obviously, because you know it's about <laughs> you know what I mean. It's about World War Two, and so the reason why it comes like the way it looks in the trailer is because you know this is I I don't think this is a spoiler, but I guess it kind of is a spoiler. But it's basically like you know the kid is growing up in Germany during obviously World War Two and so the little the little kid is radicalized because he I mean he's he's like ten years old. So at this point and it's, it's in nineteen forty five. So at this point literally the only thing he knows is like Hitler and, and Nazi Germany, you know what I mean? And so he's like like full into it, but like his mom uh is not you know what I mean? And so, and like, you know, it's like, it's like highly satirized and like how they, you know, how they were pretty much using all the propaganda in that time, you know what I mean? To get people to, I guess, buy in to that shit, which is terrible, but, and then it shows, it's hard for me not to give away the fucking movie, (laughs) you know what I mean? But I like to, in, 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 in order to tell you that it's not like. What you think it is, you know what I mean? I I feel you, but for me, man, and I hate to use that term for me because I know how people are just like, yeah, everything's not about you. But I will say, it's frustrating that um, the swastika, man. I hate how like it's I see it like all the time type shit, mm-hmm. and people, and I'm not in that party to equate things to be like, yo, so this is like how other people feel. Like I think every struggle is unique, mm-hmm. so I feel like it's equivalent to like a teacher's like yo like no running in the halls and like or like no doing this and they're guilty of it type thing like when people are like yo this is the symbol we gotta chill with but then like they use it to be like nah but this is art and like a learning opportunity while still like making you know profit off of it and selling it and stuff it it just I don't know I'm just kinda like bro it could be avoided type thing I I get what you mean but it's not like uh it takes place then, so it wouldn't. It really wouldn't make sense for them to do the movie taking place then and not have it in there or not. Yeah, I talk about Hitler. True. It's like it's like it's basically like me going to see Harriet. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, when I go to the movies, like I'm going to hear white people say the N word, and I'm not. You know what I mean? It's like, and you know, I was. You know, obviously, every black person goes to see any of these movies. Twelve Years a Slave, uh, fucking Roots, uh, fucking. You know what I mean? Green Book, I guess, too. You know what I mean? That's not even, like, slavery movie. But, like, you go see a slavery movie, you're going to see, you know, uh, Django. You're going to see a white person say the N-word. And you're going to see, like, you know what I'm saying, slavery shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And, like, but the thing is, I I don't like to equate that to, like, black people or anything like that. But I will say, like, it it is, it, it, it gives vibes of the... 
Oh, I just said it because I'm quoting a music. I'm, I just said the N word because I'm quoting a song. Right. Or I just said the N word because oh my, my, I can say it because my husband's black. Like you know, that's the you know regardless if it's a movie for pro, for a good reason for you know educational or for history, it's still being done. And you know, yeah, it's it's fun. It's not funny, but it's 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 a it's a fuzzy line. It's a. Right, uh, right. No, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. can't block it out. They can't block it out. And make the movie and be like, "Oh yeah, you know what they were carrying." Like, yeah, yeah. Know. Like it's hard to do, which is like, I like the whole point of the movie is, I like it's not <laughs> at it, at no point is the movie pro Nazi. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I like, like even if you see, like motherfuckers are using like the American flag with like half the like Nazi. That like you know the swastika. I'm like man, like why is it even that? Like why can't it be just like a new version of it? You know like a, like like the cross gold. Oh yeah, what what they're doing now? Yeah, that's fucking garbage. I'm like why even bring it back? Like why does right. that have to be that? Like it's like if anything, you guys try to make the argument that like oh no, we're not we don't mean the same shit. It's like then why not change up the flag, G? Like right, right. I but they, know, they so. I mean that's not what that is. They obviously mean. The same thing. That's the whole point. They're terrible people. <laughs> yeah. But that's why it's just like, it's just like, like, oh, we don't mean that. I'm like, yeah, you do. So that flag is kind of jarring. But yeah, yeah. It's nah, whatever. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna throw the whole like, you know, they're coming to get us card. But um, those type of movies, it's just like, it's like, it's just like, you know, <laughs> those jokes that comedians have when like. Uh, the n-word comes up in a song but they know they have like the green light because it's just in their acting or it's just in a song mm-hmm. and they say it like chris rock talk about it, they say it like they scream it like it's like as if they're singing oh yeah, it yeah, yeah you have to do you all know, all that. yeah yeah and it's yeah. i feel like well they're like all right we're in the we're on a studio like all right let's go and they're just like out here like you know spray painting it just mm-hmm. like just like like it's like bro you draw that really well you know what i'm saying like yeah, how many times yeah, yeah, did you yeah, practice yeah. that my g like ah, that's not good, dude. Now I'm with you again. Like like we were talking before the 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 pod even started. I was like, it takes a lot for me to go see a damn slave movie, and so I can see you being anybody who's like Jewish being like ah. But like I'm just in terms of what the movie actually is. Like you know, they're pretty much showing how idiotic like the whole thing was in like during the time, and then it's like a show of like you know. You know, people like you know trying to resist that, and um, obviously, you know, not, not that anybody needed to see that Jewish people are human, but you know what I'm saying. Like that's like the story of the of the thing. It's just done in a way to where I could see how people would be like, "What?" But nah, in in actual terms, like the movie's actually really good and sad and shit. So uh, yeah, definitely. You know, if you if you want to call, if you do, if you're in the mood for some reason to go see some shit like that, like I would recommend it. But you know, what I'm saying it's you know to each their own on shit. Which is like you know why I'm like yeah you know I want to see Harriet because you know I fuck with Harriet Tubman. More people, a lot of people don't actually know who the fuck she is or like what she did, and so you know I hope that they did that shit well. But you know I just heard that they did. You know there's certain aspects of the movie that sounded. You know, kind of terrible. So who knows? And yeah. also, you know, they do way too. They do do way too many war movies. Like we get a war movie all the goddamn time. 
Yeah, so, I mean, they're just all about, like, history is bound to repeat itself if we don't learn from it, G. Which is true, but it's like, we always, we do the we do the shit that everybody already knows. Like, we don't, like there's not a lot of uh, stories that they're telling that motherfuckers don't actually know. Like, motherfuckers really don't know who Frederick Douglass is. Like, you can definitely do a movie on that. Everybody knows what happened in World War Two. Everybody knows what happened in World War One. Like, you could do it. Not saying don't do it, but, like, we got, like, there's literally the JoJo Rabbit movies out, and then there's another movie called Midway, which is about the fucking people retaliating after Pearl Harbor. Like, at the same time. Set two different movies from the same war. So. They're, like, they're, like, next month. <laughs> here comes Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Again, it's just a sequel. For In some honor reason. of December seventh, right? Yeah, but yeah, no. Well, well, that's cool, man. I, uh, I actually haven't been to the movies in a little bit, um, which is foul because I actually have a free refill that it's on deck. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, there you go. Um, but I did watch Netflix, <laughs> and uh, I watched a stand-up. By, who did by you Seth, watch? Seth Meyers. Oh shit! How was that? So, shouts to Seth Meyers. People know him. He's from um, Saturday Night Live originally, then, you know, known for, what is that called? Weekend Review or whatever they called it. Mm-hmm. Um, weekend News or whatever. Um, now he has a, his own uh, late night. He took over for uh, Conan O'Brien. Or, or No, he took over for David Letterman, the late night, with Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers did? Nah, he didn't take yeah. over for David Letterman. Uh, who did then? Uh... David Letterman was CBS. Uh, Colbert took over for David Letterman. Colbert, good call. Okay, uh, so Jimmy right. Fallon used to be Seth Meyers' show when uh, I was it Jay Leno. Jay Leno, yeah. Jimmy Fallon took over Jay Leno, so Seth right. Meyers is just rocking by himself, I guess. No, no. So before Jimmy Fallon took over Jay Leno's show, he had late night with Jimmy Fallon, and he just moved up to the spot. Where Jay Leno was, and then Seth Meyer took Jimmy Fallon's spot. I believe oh, is okay. how it worked. Late night with Seth Meyer's? Yeah. Okay. Huh? Okay. Uh, I didn't know that was the case. Yeah, yeah, because both of those, CBS and NBC, they both had two late night shows, like right one after the other. There was like the main one, which is like the one right after the news, and then there was an, an even later show, which is like the B Squad. That's where James Corden comes on after. Uh, um, right, and then the, back in the day, there was uh, Kirk uh, Ferguson, Craig Ferguson. Yeah, Craig Ferguson used to be where James Corden is, right. and uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon and used then, to be where... J- uh, then uh, Conan O'Brien was after Jay Leno. He was, and then Conan, they fucked over Conan O'Brien because Jay Leno retired for a year, and uh, Conan moved up to the to where Jimmy Fallon is right now, and then Jay Leno was like, ah, you know what, I'm coming back. And then they were like, "Ah, oh, shit, Conan, see ya." <laughs> and so yeah, they so they like pretty much got Conan out of there, put Jay Leno back for like a year. It didn't even work out. And then they were like, "Oh, you know what? We're just gonna go with Jimmy Fallon." And then they moved him up, and then they put Seth Meyers where Jimmy Fallon is. And then you know what I mean. And it, it even goes later because I think there was like a Daily, like John Daly had a show after uh, Seth Meyers, and now it's Lily Singh. It, it's it's a whole thing. Hmm. And then, yeah, I think Carson Daly had a show too. Yeah, that's what Carson Daly. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. 
And ABC is just it's just Jim it's just uh what's his name? What's what the hell is that guy's name? The other uh, late night show? Uh Jim Jimmy Kimmel. Oh right. Yeah. Right. It's just him on ABC. They only do one. Right. Yeah. Besides so, continue, I had to break down the, the late night show late tree. Night. Yeah. We gotta figure out because eventually they're gonna have to schedule us in for our show. Oh. There you go. Well but what? I was about to say, you know, now it's all over the place because, you know, you got um, people on HBO and TBS and True. fucking all these other places and shit, you know? We, we'd we be good on stars, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Isn't that where, uh, that where fucking, uh, what's it called? Why am I power. blanking? On, huh? Power. No, power. no, no, not power. These uh, and Mero on stars, right? Or are they on Showtime? Yeah, they on Showtime, but... I can honestly say I haven't watched one episode since they... Yeah, I don't have showtime, so I, you yeah. know, I catch the clips when I catch them. Yeah, but wish them well. Uh, yeah. What was going to say? Um, but the stand-up was cool, man, because um, he kind of showed a different side of him, obviously from his like one-liners and the type of formula that Late Night you know, has. Yeah. He... he with making jokes about that, how he's used to sitting down and people know him from like a desk. Yeah, I don't know what he looks like standing up. And someone said that they're like, "Wow, people usually when they see him out in public, they just like look at his legs." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Damn, like you really have legs and stuff." He's like, "Yep, I look like Kermit the Frog riding the bicycle," you know. <laughs> um, so I, that was cool, a unique dynamic that I didn't know if it was Netflix oriented, his idea or what. But there was a part where he started talking about politics, mm-hmm. and this little this little ticker on start on Netflix popped up, and it said, "Click here to skip politics." Oh yeah, I see. I think I saw an article on that. That mm. Netflix. I don't think it was his idea. I think Netflix did it to kind of like be like, "Hey," which is like, "Who's we?" If you seen a Seth Meyers like show, you know that he pretty much talks about it at the beginning of the show. So who the fuck's watching Seth Meyers? stand up and, and, and like not expecting him to, to like trash Trump or something. Right. So uh there's a couple of good lines and stuff in it. I will say what's funny is uh he's he had a line that his wife is Jewish and um his grandma's Jewish or something. He's like, but his mom couldn't be less Jewish because he she, she's always like, I'm happy for my son no matter, as long as he's happy. And that's like the opposite. <laughs> it's like the way, the farthest from a Jewish mom. <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, shouts to that. And then another thing that was funny is everything's perception, right? That we've talked about and like um, context. Mm-hmm. There's a piece in the stand up <coughs> where he pretends to be, it doesn't, pre- well, he talks from the perception of his wife. So he pretends to be his wife, roasting, mm-hmm. like doing stand-up, but about him. So he's talking about, he's like, my husband, my husband, my husband, right? And my roommate came in like halfway, and he's walking in and out of the room, and he's like watching. And he's like, huh, I never knew he was gay. Wow. And I was like, I was like he's not. Um, he's pretending to be his wife. And he's like, oh. All right, you know, and I was like, "That's why you pay attention, son." <laughs> but, um, but he was talking about how, and I'm glad he kind of admitted to it because you know it's obvious. But he said how people are like, "Well, you know, you should be 
really proud as a comedian that you have all this material for Trump because it's too easy, you know? And he's like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, being a grave digger and there's a plague going around. Oh. And, and people are walking around and it's like, yeah, it's like really sad what happens to people, but it's great for business, you know? Yeah, yeah, But, but then he also talked about how, like, it's not because then it lowers the goalpost of, like, their comedy, you know? Right. Because it's like, oh, wow, like, we have to make jokes about something that's, like, really easily to be made jokes of. Mm-hmm. The, it it kind of makes it like, yeah, I mean, that wasn't really a good pitch. I hit a home run, but it was a meatball, you know? Right. So. Which makes uh, sense. Like, I'm guessing it was, like, harder for them to, it was harder for them to do shit when Obama was in office, but it was, like, when they actually hit something, it's a little more fulfilling. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's not, like, I feel like anybody can crack jokes on Trump for almost anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? He gets dunked on on Twitter like 10 to 12 times a day at this point. You and that I mean? was before, and that was before he became president. Right. So, so but I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the, yeah, the stand-up was good, man. I thought it was really funny. And uh, I'd suggest watching it. It's called Lobby Baby. Mm. And uh, it's short. It's like 50 minutes. So. Nice. Um, but yeah, um, so that was my movie slash uh, Netflix review. I call my baby, she's trying to cool. I call my baby, the idiot popping. She always should have run day pool. And she and me, he's talking, she bought action. She got Billy, she got corn, she got shoes. didn't have any bad service as much as I was like again just like people watching and stuff like that and uh, my restaurant review though is because I gotta shame myself is I want to give the review for the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich because last time we talked I was on the mission they find it oh yeah and everybody's uh, everybody's fucking wilding out I saw somebody get stabbed I guess which I, you know, I don't want to go on a super rant before you do your, uh, you know, I don't know if you're about to rant too, but I saw people saying like, I think it was TMZ released the fucking tweet talking about, oh, uh, Popeye's says they're not going to stop selling their chicken sandwich despite murders. And it's just like, did the chicken sandwich stab people? <laughs> like, is there a chicken sandwich on the loose? Just knifing motherfuckers? What's happening? Nah, bro. Some dude got stabbed. Because he, apparently, like, it's not like he was like, ah, give me that chicken sandwich, and he stabbed him, which even still wouldn't be the chicken sandwich's fault. He was, somebody's, like, cut in line when motherfuckers are out here waiting five hours for chicken sandwiches, which, again, is absurd anyway, 
But even still, you cut. We all know what happens with motherfuckers cutting line. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna be a dick about it, did dude get deserve to get stabbed? Hell no. Should the person who stabbed him be in jail? Yeah, but we all know you ain't supposed to be cutting in line. Right. Yeah. No pun intended. But they got stabbed for getting for cutting. <laughs> like you, you cut in line. Somebody literally might fight you. You shouldn't be surprised, right? You gonna cut? You gonna get cut? Yeah, dude. Like, and it, so like, dude, definitely should be in jail because you, you know, you probably shouldn't be stabbing somebody just because they cut in line. But uh, nobody's like, oh man, we can't believe somebody got mad. Somebody cut in line after they were sitting out there for five fucking hours. So. Uh, that's just my rant. Yeah, obviously ain't on a chicken fucking sandwich. And I'm sorry to this everybody fucking Sai High the Prince, even though I like his music and you know all these people fucking Ja Rule on Twitter talking about oh y'all acting fucking stupid over a chicken sandwich. Popeye got y'all brainwashed. It's like man, people just trying to eat a sandwich, dude. It ain't gotta be that deep. You know what I mean? People wild out every day over stupid shit. This is no different than them wilding out over stupid shit anywhere. This ain't no different than. All the stories we get out of Florida every goddamn day of people wilding out. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what I mean? Thanks. But I'm sorry. Continue. So I went to the Popeyes that was connected to a gas station. And it's funny <laughs> because that's usually the spot I go to just to get gas and grocery or like, you know, candy. But I, I went in there and actually it wasn't even busy. There was only like four people in front of me. And I was like, what? This is kind of too good to be true. I kind of felt like they were not going to have the sandwich, you know? Right. And I was like, uh, but they had it. And then behind me, then people started piling in. And it was like 20 people behind me. And I was like, what? Grabbed the sandwich. I bought three of them. Damn. Uh, posted a little review on the Instagram. Go check that out. Follow us at the Bucket Hat Boys. You know it's real because we're the only ones. And I ate the sandwich, man. And, yeah, I got to admit, like, the sandwich itself on its face is mad good. Like, it's a good sandwich. But I would right. say it shouldn't have been this whole thing. Like, it should have just been an item on the menu that you get like I don't know why it was crazy like that, which shows the power of social media because I feel like if Twitter didn't exist, nobody would go nuts like that, you know. I well not Twitter, but I, maybe not social media, because you know it's, I've seen motherfuckers out, you know, I saw motherfuckers sitting, standing on tables, singing and shit. So instead of putting, uh, instead of they were singing My Girl, and instead of saying you know the My Girl part, they're replacing it with Popeyes, and it's like. All right, nigga, you should not be singing to a chicken sandwich, bro. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And it, it was on Instagram and it's on Facebook. And it obviously, like, sparked on social media. And I think just people who in who love clout just kind of grasp on. Like, everything that gets big, man. Ice Bucket Challenge. Fucking 
I don't even know. What's the last like big thing before this? Fucking uh, Old Town Road, all the fucking things people were doing with that forever. And it's just like people who are like, oh, I could do this. Everybody knows. Like everybody would know what I'm talking about. And I can get views on my page or views to my Facebook or get a bunch of likes because, you know, people think that that's like worth more than it actually is nowadays. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like they took that opportunity to fucking spaz out. Because, you know what I'm saying, it seemed like a layup, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's pretty much what it is, like, and it kind of is good for Popeyes because, you know, they're making money. It just, you know what I'm saying, it's just kind of a little absurd, which is like, I can't, I can't pretend like this is some new thing that's not going to happen again. Like, it's going to happen again for something else. So, yeah, I mean, the sandwich, I'm just, like I said, 8 out of 10 if it's just the regular sandwich, but if we're going, like, the reason is the hype and stuff, nah, I'm giving it, like, 5 out of 10 for the hype, you know? Well, you can't. You, that's what I'm like. I don't... You got to remove the hype. Is the chicken sandwich good or not, you know? Yeah, it's good. 8 out of 10. Right? Like, the, the hype never... Nothing's ever going to live up to a hype like that. You know what I mean? Uh, so, with that, it was funny. Is like, shouts to Joel and White Castle. I've been ran and raving and craving... Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking forever, but it's been like two hour waits, three hour waits, and then the other day she just was feeling impulsive, and like just jumped in line. It was only like twenty minutes, and she actually got a bunch of food, but she like it was right after we just got done talking about how I had to go run a bunch of errands after work, and we weren't gonna link up for a couple hours. Oh, uh, so you had to wait on it. So I didn't even end up getting it because like we didn't even link that night. Uh. So her sister and stuff got it. So uh, yeah, so I never got it yet. But did she that, did she fuck with it though? Uh, she doesn't really ex- that excited about it like I was, but she, she said it was all right. Um, nothing that you know, again not worth the hype. See, and that's the thing though. I've seen this happen before, and I was like, I had I've had White House before. It's cool. Like I like the little sliders, the oniony. I like onions, so you know I'm usually pretty cool. I had it like one time when I was down in in Nashville after I was hungover, and they hit. But it was like it was like alright, this is cool, you know what I'm saying? But I it actually reminds me of uh back when when I was in, in living in Rochester, um, we used to always get the commercials <laughs> for Sonic. You know what I mean? Right, and we never got Sonic. Exactly. So we used to get all the commercials for Sonic about oh man, the fucking Sonic Blast and all the drinks, even the food, bro, like it looked cheap and fucking good. Why don't we have one? And then one summer, like I want to say 2015 or maybe 14, we got a Sonic in Rochester, and it the first like month that it was there, it was packed. Everybody was at the fucking Sonic. You know what I mean? Because right. we hadn't had it, and it was been it had been forever. You know what I mean? It was the first one, and then literally after that month, like nobody really ever went there. And like I went there, and I was like, oh yeah, this place is really not that good. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's actually pretty mid. Except for the ice cream. Like, I'm not going to hate on it. All the... All, everything... Only thing you should get at Sonic is the drinks and the ice cream. But everything else is kind of trash. Shots, uh, maybe? What? Slushies. We went yeah. there one time, and they got, like, 90 flavors. And one time we went, and there was, like, flavors on the menu in the front. But then, mm-hmm. like, they had met flavors, like, on their window. Mm-hmm. And one time we were just smacked, and we were there, and they were like, how can I help you? And we were looking at that shit all puzzled. <laughs> And my boy Patty was like, "Yo, ask him for this flavor and that flavor." I was like, "Nah, chill, chill. I got it, yo. You got, you trust me? I got it." He's like, "All right." Rolled down the window. I, I look at the. Or I don't even. I talk into the the box. 
I was like, excuse me, you're trying to get some slushies? They're like, yeah. And I was like, but are these flavors those flavors? <laughs> what is that? What did they say? Roll up to the front, man. <laughs> so, yeah, they were like, what, bro? Um, <laughs> and then I was just like, yo, well, you got different, like, you know, menus. So I was just wondering what's good. And then, like, it was the same menu, but it was just, like, listed, like, in different, like, orders. Mm. I was like, all right, well, I'm smacked. It's 2.30. Who do you think your clientele is right now? You guys advertise the soccer moms and shit. They right. are playing right now. Right. So, um, but I still want to try White Castle. Then again, man, shame on me. I went to Popeye's again. Yeah, <laughs> because it was good. It was good, but then not only that, it was Saturday night, and I was just like, oh, well, I'm hungry. And I'm not really going out like that, so let me just fuck it, go. And then it was packed, though. So yeah. I'm waiting in line. And this is funny, man, because this is a, a can of worms and slippery slopes. I'm not going to really be serious about it, but for real. Um, these kids were, like, traveling video gamers or something that were in front of me. Ugh. And I hate to be stereotypical, but I'm like, sometimes some people act like the stereotype. Yeah. And these kids were right out the fucking gaming venue. And, right, they all look like they haven't showered in, like, a week. Wow. Um, they all wore, like, basketball shorts three sizes too big. And, like, mm-hmm. the entire time I'm behind them, they're just talking about, like, bro, have you played, like, Snake Eyes 44? Like, oh, yeah, bro, I pawned him. Like, he used the easiest set of my life. And, like, all this stuff. And then while they're in line, they're, like, daring each other. Like, I dare you to turn the lights off. I dare you to unplug the slippery machine. Like, you know, corny mm-hmm. shit. And then, of course, they're like, I dare you to get, like, five sandwiches, bro. Like, buy them all. Uh, and, like, all that stuff. And I'm like, don't do that shit. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, fellas, you're definitely not buying all the sandwiches. I'm going to put a hard veto to that. Mm. So then they just do all that shit, man. And, um, yeah, they bought, like, ten sandwiches, like, throughout their group. And they ran out of pickles. And I was like, cool. Oh, shit. So I bought a sandwich with just the bread and the meat and then the meat. You fucking with you fuck with the regular or the spicy? What were you hitting on? I got I got both. Oh okay okay. Um, I like that spicy. Uh, see that's the thing. Like I think the chicken sandwich is fire. First of all, you know I get the spicy and then I throw a little of that sweet heat on there. Woo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I again I don't think it's not that I know it's back and it's like supposed to be back for good. I'm completely content just waiting a month or so. So when Fact. shit actually dies down, and I was like, right, I can if I feel like getting, it, I can go get it. It might not be wild, you know. Yeah, once it's just like the, it's just Popeyes again, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. all right, you know what I'm saying? And like, I hope for their sake, like it's steady and like they, you know, it's good for their business and all them hiring all these employees that they said they did. Hopefully, they pay them more or whatever the fuck. Niggas get more hours and shit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, but again, I'm I I don't need to get that shit now. Same thing with White Castle. I'm like. Yeah, I know how this works. It'll die down in a month, and then that's when I'll get it. I will say, though, and this should be like a rule or unwritten rule, people that go during a rush like that where people are obviously going for a specific item, mm-hmm. people people that go just to order regular shit are kind of trash. <laughs> Why? Nah, they're like, hey, I just want a two-piece and a biscuit, man. Y'all fucking up everybody else. <laughs> nah, like, why you mad at them? They're like, I just want nah. their I'm an original fan. Y'all nah, bandwagon. The, the, the big rib comes back and someone's like, yeah, I need a Big Mac on deck. And <laughs> like, nah, yo, I just bro. came for biscuits, bro, on my lunch break. Y'all here getting a sandwich? Nah, it was funny. Even the dude working there was like, 
because he's like slanging sandwiches all day. He's just like classic, classic, spicy, spicy, classic, spicy. You know, just like out here, like here, here, here. And then he's just like red beans and rice. Uh, I uh, <laughs> red, like red beans and rice. Like I would hope they still making other shit. You know what I mean? They should be. There should be a whole separate line. There should be the line for the chicken sandwiches, and then a line for if you getting anything else. That'd like, be oh, shit, funny. You getting the tenders? I right, fire, bro. Come to this. That'd line. be that'd be mad funny if they like. They get so in the zone with these sandwiches that they forget everything else. They'd be like, sandwich, sandwich, sandwich. And then he's like, hey, bro, um, what the fuck is mashed potatoes? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, do we make Cajun fries? Bro, I, I got a mash of potatoes? Like, do we have potatoes? <laughs> like, what the fuck is the two peas, bro? He's like, yo, yeah, yeah, real quick, real quick. I need a real answer, like, on everything. How many pieces do I do for the three piece? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wonder, like, they get to the end of the day, and they're just, like, exhausted, and then they look over, and it's just, like, all the chicken they made in the morning is still there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're asking people, they're like, all right, you want fries? Like, the new fries or, like, the chef from, like, eight hours ago? <laughs> like, well, I mean, uh... They're just giving it out for free like, at the end of the night, like, bro, we got a bunch of chicky, like, spicy breasts, bro. Like, please just take it with the sandwich. I'm a, We threw it in the bag. You're taking it anyway. So... <laughs> You know, I got the three sandwiches. It wasn't worth the hype yet again. Oh, it wasn't worth it. Obviously, winning. you into yeah. it because you went back during a rush to get the damn sandwich. You like the sandwich? I didn't bro. know it was a rush, G. I didn't know it was a rush. Nah, you knew it was going to be a rush. And you, you didn't, and then, like, you got there, saw it was packed, and was like, nah, this ain't worth it. I'm going to leave. Yo ass stayed in line because well, you wanted that goddamn chicken sandwich. You know, I'm a loyal person, sorry. Mm hmm. I'm dedicated. Uh huh. You just like that damn sandwich. It's Which is fine. It's a good sandwich. But yo, Ty, it's got a butter miss. <laughs> bread. Uh, bust in your mouth and <laughs> yeah, check it, bro. That the pickles, bro. When I got them, though, fucking spicy sauce. Like both sides of the bread. You gotta hit them with both sides because you only get one. You about to bite. It's about to hit the drop just of your a little mouth. bit of the sweet heat on there, you know. Yeah, make sure you unravel with the paper first because that shit gonna be in your mouth until you cool it down. There you go. Um, right. But now, yeah, get to it. We gotta talk about this. I know we have some other stuff on the docket, but before we get out there, we have to talk about T.I., bro, out here wilding, man. So, we've talked about in the pod earlier about how me and Ty are not parents, um, and it's, you know, at what point can you give parenting advice mm-hmm. on is it warranted or not? So with this, you know, Ty's going to enlighten you and we're going to provide, you know, probably unwarranted opinions, but Hey, <laughs> you're, in, you're listening to the bucket of podcast. So welcome aboard. Ah, uh, yeah. So I'm sure, you know, people saw on the social media, if you're on Twitter, it was trending at one point. Um, TI on a podcast, uh, I guess volunteered the information like nobody like pressed him on this or like said anything. He just randomly told people that he goes to the OBGYN, the gynecologist, with his daughter, and to make sure that her hymen is still intact and that she is still a virgin. Now you know people off rip had problems with this in general, but then it gets wilder when you find out that his daughter is literally eighteen. And so, there was a lot of people dunking on T.I. this week. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're just like, dude, that's a little weird, bro. 
Like, but then, you know, obviously it's weird. It's for a lot of reasons. And you can't, you know, at this point in, you know, our society, we should know that, like, the hymen isn't actually. And I'm not some sort, I'm not an OBGYN. I'm not some sort of, uh, I guess, coochie expert or something. Yeah, um, simply field research. <laughs> but, like, the hymen isn't even actually a good way to to tell if somebody is a virgin or not. Like, you know, a lot of people, you know, I have a friend who who said that she, uh, I guess, broke it, I guess is the term. Hers, when she was, like, nine, when she was riding a bike, and she hit the mm. brakes too hard and slid off the the uh, the seat and onto the bar part of the bike. That's disgusting. Yeah, sucks for her, but that tells you, like, one, it could happen, you know, some hymens are, like, very brittle, and they happen from doing like mundane things and like they'll you know then they'll you know i guess not be intact and then some are super hard and they don't ever actually break so that's actually not an actual indication of whether or not somebody's a virgin uh you know anyway and then the, the second thing is it's literally against the law <laughs> for your daughter's doctor to tell you that shit like that's a HIPAA violation <laughs> like I don't think the doctor is actually I, maybe he said it as a joke because there's no way the doctor is actually or maybe the doctor was like he asked the doctor and they were like yeah like just tell them because it was weird and like yeah nah she good you know what I'm saying or she just walks out with paperwork he just takes them like let me see that like, and he's looking at him and you, I, you know I can see T.I. doing that because he's like you know what I'm saying? He loves saying big words. So he just reading the big words like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nitro, oh, glucerin, mucosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, let's see. Seems uh, okay. like everything's in order. He's like, yeah, uh, dirutide. Um, <laughs> he's like 3%. Okay, I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> the thing that's funny, I mean, I, you can share your opinion, but I had a, I saw like a Neil Brennan tweet that I thought was that was good, but what what you? What was your feelings on this? Did you? Did you when you saw it? I guess. So I gotta be real. Like uh, I grew up with a sister, and I gotta imagine like as a man raising a woman is like wild, and mm-hmm. difficult, and I can just see every time or any time there's like a female situation arising, just to point it off to the wife and being like, "Yeah, I need you to handle that." You know. Right. Um, I will say shouts to you know, um, some families. They have, you know, just the dad raising the girls, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really have that outlet, but uh, <laughs> that's where I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know where we can speak on stuff like this, because, <laughs> like, I really don't know how to handle it, but I will say, like, you know, being a feminist, shouts to females, mm-hmm. about, like, you know, yeah, you gotta respect your own decisions and stuff. She's 18, like, that's wild, man, like. That's way but, too, way, and. Yeah. Just too um, much, bro. It's just yeah. it's a it's an invasion of privacy. It's a lot of shit. It's a little overbearing. There's no way that she's not if you're doing shit like that, there's no way she's not gonna rebel, bro. Like you're gonna get the opposite of what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? Right. And so yeah. I get that maybe T I is like, you know, it's T I, so maybe he's like, you know, I don't want her to end up with somebody like me or doing things and I'm like, That's that's still wild, but at the same time, like in in some ways I get that. But the Neil Brennan tweet that I saw, and he wasn't—he wasn't even dunking on. It. He was like, "Obviously, the Ti thing is wild," but you, he was like, "I do wonder, like, at what age do you kind of like stop like worrying about whether your kids are having sex or not?" You know what I mean? And I think that's a legitimate question. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, 12 or 11 and, you know what I'm saying? You know, outside of, you know, obviously, you know, harmful things and, you know, abuse situations. Like, are we, if we're talking like two mutual 12-year-olds, like, I, I get why a parent would be concerned about that. But, like, going to the point where you're taking them to the doctor to make sure just seems wild. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're at the doctor and she's walking out and he's, like, in the waiting room and he's like, did they give you any paperwork? She's like, yeah. And he's like, bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out. <laughs> Dumb. I'm like, he, I'm like, he just looking at the doctors for a thumbs up or a thumbs down, you know? <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, nah, he's, he was bugging. I think, again, I don't have a daughter, so like, you know, it's hard to say. But I think once, you, once your daughter is like in high school, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, I think it's just all, even with your kids, you just gotta talk to them about sex and safe sex and like being safe because kids are going to do we all know kids are going to do whatever the fuck they want when you're not around to a certain extent and so you got to be proactive and just talk to them like that and try to build trust because if you just try to, to like find that shit out on the back end like he, like what was he even going to do if he if he found out that she had had sex like what did what, what did you do then you know what i mean yeah well i mean so, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I will say, like, uh, <laughs> like being the father of a, if you're like a father of a daughter and you just don't want to talk about that stuff. Right. But you don't have a son, so there's not a hypocritical type thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I feel like There was a quote that someone said that it was kind of like, you know, not, I don't think it's sexist. I think it's all right. Is he said, when you have a boy, you just have to worry about one dick. But when you have a girl, you got to worry about a million dicks or, like, everybody else's dick type thing. Like, because you don't know if she's having sex, like, who it is. Whereas, like, when you have a boy, you diapered his dick and, like, <laughs> you already, like, know exactly, like, yeah, he's healthy. You know, he's getting checked up and stuff like that. It's like... You know your daughter's safe, but you don't know who she's messing with type thing. Yeah, but, I mean, you could do that with the dude, too, though. You don't know. You you got to worry about a million pussies. Right, what I'm saying. But he, you at least have faith that he's putting on the condom himself where, like, Why? you don't know. I don't <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bro, I've had sex without condoms, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's hard to go back to the motherfuckers. <laughs> so... <laughs> If homeboy didn't throw that condom on once, he might not go back. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, Well, I just think it'd be harder to raise a girl. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I think that I'm just because you're a dude. And I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as you, not, got, a woman, you, know, you got your yeah. wife there to, like, you know, try to relate to that side of the, you know what I'm saying? And like, because obviously you're, you're, your wife is going to relate to, a, you know, a, a girl more because she, is, she was a girl, is a girl. You know what I mean? And so obviously that helps in those situations but again it's still everybody needs to practice safe sex and, and being safe and being protective your kid gets somebody pregnant uh that shit's still their responsibility and it has just as much impact as if your daughter gets pregnant unless you know you tell your son i right, bro dip you know what i'm saying like <laughs> like i you know you could be a dick about it but if you're being you know righteous or you being you know doing shit the right way it's the same things you know what i'm saying you don't want your kid to get std just like you don't want your daughter to get std 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It is, it is a little bit of a double standard. Like, obviously, I'm not going to high-five my 16-year-old she told me she lost her virginity. But, you know what I'm saying? We got to kind of... We just got to be proactive on... I will say it was funny, though, is I remember having sex at 16, 18, or 18, whatever it is, and it's you know, nothing close to, like, what I thought you're supposed to be having sex. Like, you know, it's, like, obviously, like, the rookie version of it. Right, right. So, it's, like, I look back to then and now, it's, like, yeah, it wasn't really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, when my kid has it, it's, like, all right, cool, you had had your version of sex. That's tight, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But that's what I'm saying. I think I got to, you just got to be, like, if your daughter tells you she has sex and she's a teen, and you got to be just happy that, like, she got the trust in you to tell you that shit. You can't be overreacting. You can't be... Obviously, it'd be weird to be excited. I mean, which is, like, I don't know if I'd be... You know, I just got... You got to kind of do it with, the, with your son, too, you know? Like, hey, bro, I just want to know if you're being safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's more important to me than, you know, whether or not you spanking. Because I know you didn't actually... You didn't smash anything, bro. It was awkward, probably. She definitely probably didn't have a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... So he's like, he's like, yeah, dad, I'm out here piping. He was like, like yeah, yeah, dude, I was, I laid down the wood last night. He's like, ah, I doubt you did. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you probably was scared and thought she was gonna change your mind, but it's cool. You know what I mean? But yeah, either way, homeboy tripping. I mean, I it, that is a you know, a, I don't know. That's just weird to me in general. Just probably not gonna work. It just wasn't ever gonna work out the way. T.I. thought he was. And then I guess his, his actual daughter who, you know, was about it was out here, like, t- retweeting people, talking wild shit about T.I. too. It was like, yeah, so we know how she feels. <laughs> you know what I mean? No? I thought that, like, as long as whatever her opinion is, is that's the voice of reason, yeah? Right, which is like, she was just, like, retweeting people, talking shit. About T.I. So, she was, her her opinion was, yeah, he he's wildin', so. Um, but, so, on a lighter note about parenting, <laughs> <laughs> I went to my nephew's Jaden and Jordan basketball game in the little championship, right? Mm. And they're, like, 10 years old. And what's funny is they went to, uh, they play at, like, a little elementary school. So, they play, and, like, the audience is all there, just kind of, like, the crowd is just like, uh, um, it's just like you know, their their chairs along the, like the baseline, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was, and you know, we're watching the game or whatever, and I'm trying to look for my homie and my nephews and stuff, and they're not there, and I was like, the hell, man, I was, you know, I know we're a little late, but I hope we didn't miss the game. Right. And. DJ comes rolling out because he's the coach, and he's like, bro, I lied to you. I, I told you the game was earlier, so I knew you'd be late. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Like, respect, that works, man. Yeah. Um, so the uh, game was going on. Shout out to my little homies, man. They could ball, bro. They were just out there handling the rock, um, dribbling, doing like everything they needed to do. Um. But at one point, it was quiet, right? Because, you know, it's not that loud, so you can hear anything that's yelled. And there's always that one parent that takes stuff too seriously. Mm-hmm. And this one parent just gets the ref's attention and just goes, Hey, ref, at what point is pushing allowed? And everyone's like, 
Alright, guy, for real. Yeah. And he's just like, My, that kid keeps pushing, pushing, and blah, blah, you're not calling it, blah, blah, blah. And the ref's just, like, telling him, like, bro, he's hand-checking, like, it's basketball. Like, you, your kid's going to have to learn eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sitting across the gym from my homie that's watching, and his son's on the team. And he's like, hey, Jess, tee him up, right? You should get teed up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you should get teed up. <laughs> and uh, that was that. So I was just laughing because I'm just like, man, like, I'm all about the kids having a good time with sports and enjoying themselves, but the parents take it too far. Oh, yeah. It, I I don't understand that because it's like, bro, the whole game, the, the, both teams scored 20 points. Calm down. You know what I mean? Like, you go to a soccer game and it's like, yo, they scored they scored maybe one goal. You know? <laughs> Between the two teams. Like, like, bro, I'm not getting hyped for that. I'm like, but it's only way I'm getting hyped for my future kids, like, sporting events, is if they're actually really fucking good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they have to be like, oh, like, ah, shit, I'm going to have to pay for AAU because these dudes are about to be going to the league or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but even then, motherfuckers be wild. And I'm not about to fight somebody over my little kid's basketball game. I will say Jordan is a little baller, bro. At one point, he got the ball and kind of did a little crossover, and the kid bit on it hard. Mm-hmm. And the whole gym was like, oh. Oh, shit. And he laid it up, and then uh, what's funny is as we um, leave, uh, you know, after they won it was the championship, so DJ bought them pizza and stuff, and they hung mm-hmm. out. Uh, I was asking, I was doing little mini interviews with them, you know, just making them feel good, and I was asking Jaden what he's gonna prepare for next season, and he said he's gonna stretch and then invite his friends over to stretch. I was like, <laughs> yeah, all right. That's clutch, bro. There you go, yeah. man. I got to stretch up, limber up, you know? And then, uh, it was so funny. And, uh, yeah. So, I think, like, I don't know, me being, you know, competitive and stuff and loving sports. So, I know it's just the love of the game. It's like, it. it's hard to, you can't, it, it's like, you know, you can't tell a kid, like, oh, it, it's all good. It's always next year. Don't, like, get too upset if you lose. Meanwhile, the parents are, like, yelling, being like, you're killing us with these calls. Right? you just, like, actually. But it's like, you do also want to show your kid that you care about it. But you just it can't be too wild, bro. He's like, yo, I'm like, I'm happy if you win. It's cool if you lose. Like, you know, in a grand scheme, none of this matters. But, but no, you know what it is, though, too, is they pay for the season. And they're like, yo, I pay money for you. You guys got to make my kid win at least one game. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. it. I'm mad if I paid... For my kid to play and he never gets off the bench. I'm yelling at the coach, too. You know what I mean? Like, bro, these are little kids. Put them in. Not going to matter. Y'all and team, then, like, like, neither of these teams are actually good, dude. There's a balance, though. So, I will say, like, I used to be like, oh, I wish my dad cared more about my hockey and stuff. And they were a little more about, like, as long as you're happy and, you know, do your best type thing. Mm. But I will say with that, though, they were cool because they never yelled or was, like, those corny. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like yelling and like being like a typical like, hey, you know, my son, blah blah. Right. There's def there's definitely parts where like I had a game and like I messed something up, and we'd, but <laughs> I'd be walking to the locker room and my dad would just be like, you know, we have to talk about it, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. My mom barely like cared at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? I go to my football game and I'm like playing, and I was like, all right, yeah, that was a good game. I'm like, yeah, I played like three plays, but okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but it's like ah, I don't care that much because like none of this really actually matters. You know what I'm saying? 
I will say, like, taking me down memory lane, though, there was a hockey game I had, and it was a big deal because my grandpa was, like, one of the first ones I came to or, like, one of the better leagues I was in, and my grandpa was coming into it. And I was just nervous knowing that he was in the stands. And on some Mighty duck shit, bro, the puck was, like, it was, like, a fast break, bro. I'm down my way, breakaway in hockey, we call it. And I had a clear shot at the net, and I don't know why, but I heard a whistle in my head. <laughs> like, mm. nowhere, there was no whistle. And I just stopped, like, Damn. Full on, just full-on stopped. And then, like, lost control of the puck and shit. And I, like, uh, I knew I was, like, uh, like I started getting so upset because I knew my grandpa was there. And then, you know, we won the game and stuff. But I remember just it being so, like, uh, that was my time to shine. And yeah. my grandpa was asking me, he's like, just how come you stopped over there? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I heard a whistle, Grandpa. I swear someone blew a whistle. He's like, there was no whistle, Jess. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, that's just still haunt, haunts me. But yeah, so. <laughs> I can tell, bro. Damn. <laughs> well, on that note, we've arrived. Sons <laughs> <laughs> of the week, bro. What you got this week? So yeah, we were talking about man. It's rough being a sports fan. But it's loyal, mm. and we dedicated, and you know we die hard. We definitely know the term "die hard" is a real thing because yeah. you, know, you live and die. But the man Biggie Smalls, you know, my favorite, one of my favorites, not a favorite ever, but up there, had a song called "Everyday Struggle." Okay, and it's, it's an everyday struggle to be a Giants fan, Knicks fan, Yankees fan, Rangers fan, ASU football fan, and even basketball fan. Lost in China to Colorado. But yeah, man, for song of the week, I'm hitting y'all with everyday struggles. There you go. All right, cool. Old school vibe, you know what I'm saying? All right, y'all know how I usually do slaps, bops, and bangs, or bops, slaps, and bangs. Those three songs. My songs that, uh, my song that bops is uh, Rendezvous by Coltrane featuring Mira May. Um, pretty cool, smooth joint. You're probably going to hear it on this pod. It's a little bridge joint. Uh, my song that slaps is Jerry Sprunger by Tory Lanez featuring T Pain and uh Jerry uh Terry or not Terry Tory Lanez uh remixed I'm Sprung by T Pain got T Pain on the song it's gonna be out on his Chick Tape 5 mixtape or I guess yeah it's a mixtape but it'll be on streaming coming out later this month uh shit is fire um so definitely make sure you listen to that and and you know, peep that album when it drops. And then my song that bangs is uh, Up to Smoke by uh, Stunner for Vegas. Um, or, yeah, 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 Stunner for Vegas. And uh, All Set, you know what I'm saying? That's just like a nice shit that just bangs a little bit. Uh, Stunner for Vegas rolls with the baby. Uh, I think he's with his group, so you know how that shit bops. Um, our albums this week, you know, we were talking to Trav earlier. Uh, this weekend, cause he's he's a big Davies fan. I'm not big on Davies, even though he you know he plays Method Man, cool on the Wu Tang show. Oh, Davies, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's, I think Davies is like good, but it's like one of those things where uh, he's more like like nothing nothing he does like draws me to his songs. You know what I'm saying? And like not even that they're not like, like I like you know I like some of them but it's just was like all right and then I looked and he had twenty songs on the on the album and I was like ah, I don't really got time for twenty songs on <laughs> Thursday night when I like usually listen to music and I was like I don't really got time for twenty songs right now and so 
I did listen to Doja Cat, which I know Travis is gonna be like, wow. <laughs> but yeah, she's the <laughs> chick who made the who uh it was like the bitch I'm a cow song when I went viral. She was obviously joking. Uh, I did not understand that at all. No, no. She was obviously fucking around and made a joke video and people thought that was like how she like sings and raps. Like that's not how it is. She actually is pretty good. Um she had an album drop and I listened to it. But it I will say her album was a little too commercial for me. It was it was uh you know, there were some songs that were good. She had a song with Gucci that's pretty good. She had a song with Smino that's alright. Uh I think the one with Smino is called Bite and then she has one with Gucci that I think it's called Booty or something like that. In that realm, you know what I'm saying? Um but yeah, and I, it gave me some Lizzo vibes of, of being a little too commercial. You know what I'm saying? Which is like every time that happens, I'm like, all right, I get what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to be commercial to get you know people to listen to you. So it's kind of like whatever. You know, I, I gotta listen to that, and I gotta listen to. It. I'll give y'all the Davies review next week when I get to it. But yeah, so those those are my songs of the week. Well, sick man. You know, want to thank you for putting up with me weekend week out. Don't know how you do it. 104 volumes of the most coming straight organic chemistry podcast that is. Uh, for the new buckets, man, y'all tuned in to something great. Um, for the old buckets, y'all know where to find us. But for the new ones, Ty, where can they find us? Uh, yeah, make sure you're hitting us up on all the social medias. Uh, obviously, on Facebook, we're just the Bucket Up Podcast. On Instagram, we are at the Bucket Hat Boys. And then on on Twitter, we are at Bucket Up Podcast. Um, definitely make sure you hit us up there. You can follow me and Jesse individually. Jesse's at, J- at JB Speaks, and I'm at Tylante, um, a.k.a. Tiki Rubio right now. Shouts to the Suns again. Um, if, I don't know what you're listening to us on right now, but just so everybody knows that we're also on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on you know Apple Podcasts, you know, not just SoundCloud. Um, so, you know, if anything's more convenient for you, you know, trust us that we're on there. And, um, if you fuck with us, especially on iTunes, be sure to leave a review on there, you know, give us five stars. Don't be a dick and, you know, leave us something nice. If you fuck with us heavy, um, if not just the five stars is also cool, but, uh, yeah. Well, shit, man. Other than that, you got any well wishes for people? I hope, I hope they enjoy, um, just, you know the spicy chicken sandwich from Papa. That's yeah, dude. I hope. Uh, I hope you don't stab somebody. Yeah, don't don't stab somebody. Hope you this will, this will probably come out after Veterans Day. So if you're a veteran, shouts shouts. Shouts to if you. you have the day off. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. But yeah. But yeah, man, for the Buckhead Boys for the Bucket Up Podcast, Volume 104 in the books, in the archives, in the uh, the vault. So we out. Cheer, cheer. I shouldn't look in your face, nigga, you know. I wear it out when I cop cause I'm in my bed. Already jumped out the porch, I go out and get it, no, I never was. I don't need your permission, I don't need your permission. Hey, I don't need your permission. I'm in the game, I know it's a game of interest. Back in the day, she catted on me, now my DM is overwhelming with bitches. Hop on a flight to New York, chop cheese when we in the city. Stiff arm on that faux love, if it's real love, show a couple titties. Papa told me when I get to Harlem, slide to 126 and litter. They gon' try to gentrify your legacy, fascism, classism, weaponry. Still two step, new step to my own melody. Uh, you can't kill what's real, it's too heavenly. Uh, 
My eyes too wide, I see the maze like I'm freaking Beverly I play it chill, I see the real niggas in jeopardy Niggas just wanna live, wanna ball where we come from We ain't have nothing, fuck that shit, we want it all Mix up the caramel rap and the Adderall I got the game from the coach and then pass it off Moving like AC Transit, all in traffic Now all the day watch like as a wall Graduated cap and gown and then took this hassle off And really went outside, I'm really outside, yeah I went up on my downtime, on all of my downtime, yeah, yeah. On all of my downtime. I see the look in your face, nigga, you mad, nigga, you be mad. I wear it out when I cop it, cause I'm in my bag already. Jumped off the porch, I go out and get it, no, I never ask. I don't need your permission, I don't need your permission. I see the look in your face, nigga, you mad, nigga, you be mad. I wear it out when I cop it, cause I'm in my bag already. Jumped off the porch, I go out and get it, no, I never ask. I don't need your permission. I don't need your permission oh. Nah, I don't need your permission I'm in my own race, I'm setting the pace A nigga in pole position And you in a poor position I'm smoking that potpourri When I'm in Queens or overseas It make no difference, nigga, nah This is some shit that I owe to me I don't need no one to oversee Understand that, flew to Sudan and I brought the sand back Straight from the mud, I want all the land back Messing my destiny, sense of time Worth more to me than a dollar sign You niggas stressing to make a bag back I just do that in the hockey sign Half a time, I be in a moment Trying to stay in it longer, my nigga It's getting harder, trying to balance my wants, needs Aspirations and karma, my nigga I had to face it, it's just me and myself And the circumstance made me stronger My nigga no longer in need of your validation I guess I'm the bad guy, I had to face it Look, shit I took my share of the heat for it Y'all niggas swear we got beef for it I don't do beef, I'm a destroyer Quarter million for each lawyer I am a star, but don't reach for it Burn you niggas like the key I put it on inside a leaf I made a choice and took a leap I see the look in your face Nigga, you mad? Nigga, you mad? I wear it out when I cop it Cause I'm in my bag already Jumped off the porch, I go out and get it No, I never ask I don't need your permission I don't need your permission oh. I see the look in your face I wear it out when I cop it, cause I'm in my bag already. Jumped off the porch, I go out and get it, no, I never.